Welcome to the Potter's House North podcast. We hope you'll be blessed by today's message. So Bishop, I'm going to uh, toss it to you in just a second, but I, I was thinking, you know, out of First Chronicles chapter 12, uh, the Bible talks about the men of Issachar and how they were men who had an understanding of the times. And the reason that they had an understanding of the times was so that Israel, which is, which is the people of God, which is us today, um, that, so that Israel would know what to do. We are, we are in such a, we're in a, in a season that I have never in my lifetime, and I know you have, we've talked about this before, you've never in your lifetime, uh, it felt what we feel and sensed what we sense right now. And many people are just saying, God, I want to know what to do. I want to know what's coming. I want to know. Uh, when, when this pandemic started, I remember standing up on the platform and, and saying to the people, we are, um, we're alert, but we're not alarmed. We are alert, but we're not alarmed. Right. And, and so, uh, today, I, I want to say to you, in this whole season to me, um, it's been, if, if I could look, if I could just declare what the year of 2020 is, I would say it is a, it, it's a season of sobering. Yes. It's a season where people are once again calling on God, looking to God, saying, Lord, talk me through this. Help me, Lord, as I just to get through what we're facing. And I want, as, as a shepherd, all with all of my heart, I want to prepare the, the flock of God, the people of God, uh, for the months that are yet to come. Uh, if you look at, listen to the news, it, 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 it doesn't look all that great. But the good thing that we need to know today is that God is in charge. He's always been in charge, and he always will be in charge. Yes. So, so we're not, we're not paranoid and we're not panicked, but we are preparing. We are preparing for whatever God has in store for us. The men of Issachar, they had an understanding of yes. the times. And that's kind of what I want this conversation today to be about, how it's causing us to lean back in to, to, to things like I just said, like prayer and to tuning our ear to hear the voice of God looking to him, the author and the finisher of our faith. So, Bishop, I want to toss it to you and just give us what's on your heart today. Well, you talked about the men of Issachar. The verse uh, begins, uh, the verse you're talking about, First Chronicles 12, 32. Uh, we immediately always say the men of Issachar, mm -hmm. but it's the offspring of Issachar. Because the verse begins, and the children, and the children or sons of Issachar mm -hmm. uh, had, under, and had understanding of the times, and, and the men knew uh, what time or by discernment they understood the season that they were in. Simply says to me that Issachar began to develop and mature their perception. What was on Issachar and a part of Issachar's assignment, he laid hands and imparted, transferred that anointing of discernment mm -hmm. upon his children. And he continued developing and maturing them, maturing them 
until they became men. Mm -hmm. And so, and now the men of Issachar started, and the children of Issachar, but now the men. Mm -hmm. And in that season when they became full-grown men, matured ones, he released them to operate in his anointing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing that we have to really know in this season, who we're connected to, what covering that we're under, and the covenant we have. Because God raises up leaders, and I know this is not necessarily our subject, but I just feel this strong in my spirit. God raises up leaders. He gives you shepherds after your own heart. And many times, very much of the time, God always plants you in a garden or in a vineyard that the gifts that he's given you they're lying inside of the people. Mm -hmm. And we begin to grow them. God, God, don't make no mistake in placing you where you belong. Oh, yeah. It's for a purpose and a reason. And I think in this season of crisis, number one, everybody's ear is open. Mm -hmm. Most people's heart and spirit's open. And God began to deal with you a few weeks ago and said, you said to me, uh, it's time for us to move in that vein of revelation knowledge concerning the times and discerning the times. Uh, because in this season, uh, it's like the crisis has knocked us off balance. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that, yeah. it's kind of, sh it's shaken us and kind of threw us out of our norm, which norms become tradition. Yeah. And so what God is doing in this season, he's busting up our tradition. Mm. Who would have ever thought uh, some folk can't stay saved if they ain't in church every Sunday. Right. <laughs> but here we are six months into this thing, and I, I speak prophetically to you. You're growing by leaps and bounds mm. uh, because in our gathering, and I'm not against the gathering and the coming, of, uh, coming together. I love it. I love seeing the people worship and enter in. But one of the things that happens is we become codependent co on a platform. Mm, that's so true. We become codependent upon reading the words on the screen, singing the songs that's on the screen. Nothing wrong with that. We, we become uh, infatuated with just the staging. All the lights, all the smoke. That, that's, it's wonderful. But many times we don't engage our spirit because our mind and through the lens of our eyes are enamored about everything that we see going on. Mm -hmm. And God is shaking all that up. Yeah. Because in this season, it's not gonna be personality. You hear me? God is bringing down personalities. Not people necessarily, but the personalities that we have developed, uh, especially on the platform, especially among ministry. Uh, that sometimes become so haughty mm -hmm. and high-minded that it's a manipulative and controlling spirit. 
And so therefore, God is shaking up the platform before God can speak to the earth and bring conviction and repentance and realignment to the earth. He's having to first judge the church. Wow. He's having to first adjust the church, right. reconcile the church back to its proper order and place. Yes, God's raised up leaders, but in this season of the kingdom, God's raising up not just a personality, but a many-membered man. Absolutely. Go ahead. That's always, that has always been the plan of God. Absolutely. But it's so easy for us to be distracted or codependent is, is, is the real word. That's it. On other, on other people and what goes around here. So we don't really, goes on around here. So we don't engage ourselves. But we are in a situation now where we got to hear God. And for, we have to engage ourselves at home. Absolutely. You know, because you don't have a stage and an organ and the keyboard and the drums and praise and worship leaders and a pep rally. The pep rally is over. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that any, with any sarcasm or uh, being carnal, but that's where many people, that's how they attend church. That's the mindset is I come to be, we used to call it to be fed. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what we call it now because some people just enjoy the show. No. You always say about uh, the ch churches, the choice, uh, the drug, what, how hey, did you say? The drug of choice. The drug of choice. And uh, that's where we get our high. Mm -hmm. And by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that high comes down. Mm -hmm. We have to come back and get another high. But you said a scripture last week in uh, Revelation 3, to him that overcometh will I make a pillar yes. in the temple of my God, and he shall go, go no, no more, more out, out, nor go no more in. And I'll write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem. I'm looking at columns in this building right now that I don't have a second thought about them being there when I return. Uh, last Sunday they were here. I never thought about them holding this structure together. Mm -hmm. And we walk in and they're still there. God said, that's the way I want you to be. Those that overcome or come over, I'll make a pillar, a column in the house of my God. And he shall go no more out. I don't have to come back in. If I don't go out. If I don't go out. And what does that mean? Now, and that's not, not physical. That's though, right. Talk but it's, it's the framing of maturity. Mm -hmm. It's the framing of maturity. It's the framing of the sons of Issachar that had discerning of times. Yes, we continue to need a voice mm -hmm. from leadership. Sure. Uh, because we're made perfect. And that word perfect there is not perfection. We're made complete in our assignment. How? Through apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Yeah. For the perfecting of the saints. Here it is. For the work of ministry. Till we all come into the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, under the fullness of the measure of the statue of Christ. Here it is again, that we be no more children. children. Issachar was so uh, engaged in his assignment to develop his offspring, his children, the children of Issachar, 
that he continued to develop them, mature them in their discernment, in their perception, uh, coming together or being connected as we are on social media platforms. Hear me. It's, it's all about the voice of leadership, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers that are perfecting us. Uh, I often say, uh, stop, stop trying to perfect yourself and develop yourself. Develop discernment. Develop perception. Because if you don't have discernment, you can have a word and not have discernment what time it is. Every word that God gives has a time. When he drops it out of eternity, in the time, there is a time to everything. There's a season and a time and a purpose under heaven. So discernment tells you how to navigate what he's given you and release it in season. So then what is God telling you right now? that you can give us as to how to navigate this season that we're in, because that's where a lot of people are struggling. They're saying, listen, uh, how do I get through where I'm at right now? What do, Pastor, you said don't be paranoid, don't be panicked, but be prepared. Mm -hmm. So how do we prepare? And I have an answer for that, but I want to hear what you have to say about that. Well, number one, I think that we have to, we have to learn worship outside of our backups. There's nothing wrong with putting your CD in or whatever and play, you know, worship material and engage with it. But there's a moment you have to understand and learn worship when everything else around you is silent. Worship is the key that makes, creates vulnerability, that opens your spirit uh, to conceive the word of God that's in your spirit now because your mind is brought under subjection to your spirit. The spirit releases the mind of God, the will of God, the purpose of God for that season into your cognitive thinking. In other words, uh, into your soul, your will, intellect, and emotion. And so that's my, my take on it. You, and from that point of un- vulnerability and worship, uh, we open our ear to leadership. Now, let me say it's not wrong to be blessed, challenged by other leadership other ministries, but be careful how many people you put on your plate. That's good. Because you get so many voices that are speaking from so many directions. That's good. Uh, and then they're sprinkling that with politics and yeah. all of the things that's going on with the crisis that's going on. You have to have chief voices. That's good, yeah. Uh, If God has connected you to this house, we are the voice of the Lord communicating the purpose of God for this season concerning this church, this ministry, and the developing and maturity of the men, the children, the men of Issachar. 
So as the voice in this house, my, my way of saying get prepared for what God is doing is, is I'm going to tell you that it's time, like, like to me, it's like never before, it is time to really press in to God. Yes. It's time. That's the worst. It's time to build our altars. Yes. You know, even though we don't come around like we did originally on the first Saturday morning of every every month. Um, I thought about it every Saturday. Yeah. First we Saturday. still have to build our altars. Don't allow the building of the altars to stop. Don't allow the ringing of the hammer to stop. There, God is going to meet us. That's the whole point of the tabernacle is God wanted a place, a meeting place where he would gather together with his people. Yes. Today, we have become that tabernacle and God still wants that meeting place. And if we are going to know how to be prepared, it's found in the meeting place. It's found in the, in the, in the time that we spend yes. with God in the, in the, we were talking about earlier today, setting our affection our, our attention on yes. things that are above. And if, if we, we're not going to be prepared to meet this season that's coming, if we continuously look at the season that is coming, it's time for us to look up higher and to hear God on another level, to yes. build our altars, to build our, our, our worship to build our relationship with Jesus Christ like never before. It all goes back. You can't be dependent on, on a, a church setting because a lot of times people come to church to get that feeling. Well, we can't, right. we can't face what we're facing and the enemy that we are facing uh, with just a feeling. We've got to know what we know. I know in whom I am, have b believed and I am persuaded. I got to be persuaded yes. that, that God is able. Where does the persuasion yes. come from? The persuasion comes from my, my communication with him, my relationship so with him. And I'm going to tell you something to every, to every head of household, to every Every mother or father or whoever it is, maybe you're single uh, and, and you're the head of your own household, you as the leadership, which is what Bishop was talking about a while ago, you got to hear God for your house. Yes. And sometimes I've got to where, you know, all of a sudden now everybody's got something to say about where we're at, about the virus, about what's coming, about the election, about yeah. mail fraud, about everything. Everybody's got something to say. Uh, and I've got to the point really in my life where if I do sit down and I do look at my social media, I just like, I just scroll. I just find myself scrolling I think we're because I don't have the capacity yeah. to hear so true. everybody's little take on it or, or a big take on it. I really want to hear God. That's what I want to hear. We're fussing and fighting over things that have already been settled. In the heavens. In the heavens. Yeah. So that's why uh, you mentioned it, and I've got it here as my first uh, scripture in Colossians 3, 1 and 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, hear that. If ye then, then be risen with Christ, now seek those things which are above, 
where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Verse 2. Now set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Mm -hmm. Because if my focus is in the earth, yes. then I'm troubled by whatever trouble is in the earth. So now I'm trying to figure out an election. I'm trying to figure out how long is this virus going to last? Right. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, the school system and what's going on there. So let me hear what somebody else has yeah, to say and about then, it. Yeah, and then still the injustice that we Absolutely. see. Absolutely. And, and uh, uh, the reconciliation in, of the just. And so my focus is in the earth. Now it's not wrong to know what's happening around you. Right. But your focus cannot stay there because if your focus stays in the earth, mm -hmm. then you're going to be held bondage, in bondage to your carnality and to, I don't want the news network to be my apostolic voice. Come on. That's great. Say that again. Come, Come on. on. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> You asked me a moment ago, what is God saying? Yeah. And, and I, I laughed at myself, and I, and I heard God say, uh, he's saying to me to tell you how beautiful you are. That's, <laughs> so that's what God's saying. <laughs> you Forgive are us for that carnal moment, guys. You are, you are beautiful <laughs> and anointed and cute. Thank you, sir. Uh, hear, hear me. Don't allow. You need to set your affection above. Yes. Yeah, I got to get out of it. Carnality. Set your affections on things above. So I cannot allow, while I'm appreciative yeah. of uh, CNN and news networks, uh, I'm appreciative of it. I'm finding myself in this quarantine, uh, as it were, listening to less yeah. than I did before. Yeah. Because it pulls me into, the, into bondage. Yes. And it controls me. And so now if whoever is on CNN, that's the reporter, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for them to come on. You know, or whether, the other networks. Or the other networks. If it's a Don Lemon, I'm waiting on him to come on. As though that's my apostolic voice. <laughs> or, you know, um, one of the others. What do you call him? Cuomo or Cuomo? Cuomo, I can't think of his name. Cuomo, uh, that's my. I thank God for him, but that's not my pastor. Absolutely, that's not my teacher. And so, even though we have an ear in the earth, we have an ear in the earth uh, to mobilize and transition us in this awkward season. My heart. My heart and my inner ear has to be tuned in yes. to the kingdom yes. and focus on things above. This is, this is so important. I want to read it again. Uh, read it for us, babe. Okay. Uh, it did. says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek, seek. Seek those. Seek those things which are Above. Okay, let me say, when we seek, what is those things that are above? That are above. In the kingdom of heaven, we talk about the kingdom of heaven, and as that is transferred in the earth, it becomes the kingdom of God. 
in the earth. It's simply the government, the structure of God. If God knows the end from the beginning, in other words, he stepped out on nothing, spoke worlds into existence out of nothing, traveled out of eternity into time, finished everything in time. We don't know how long time will last, but he finished everything in time. So he's already passed through COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's already passed through this next election. Yes. And why would we allow those things to be our teacher and our pastor and our apostolic voices and prophetic voices When we seek those things above, what we're doing, we're seeking the end of a thing. God will give you, he said, I'll do nothing in the earth. That I don't reveal. That I don't first reveal to my prophets, the servants. Yes. Uh, God is, if we would set our affection, I believe God will release to your covering to the voices that God has given you to cover you, he will speak to them. But he's not, why would he speak and reveal it to me if he don't have a people to hear it? Yes, and let me me take this a step further though, because it's, uh, people have to hear for their individual households. We just talked about uh, that it's it's not about a so-called personality. That's that God, he's not, he wants us to not become codependent. But yet what what it is, it's like, I, I wanna hear God for my house. And then when I when I turn on, when I look to my leadership, whatever they're saying is usually, it's a confirmation. Confirmation. It's a confirmation. If you've got that place with God in your home, yeah. if you turn that, I thought about when you talked about altar, is an altar an altar without a sacrifice? It's the sacrifice. If there's no sacrifice on the altar, then it's just a structure of stone. Yeah. But the altar was simply meant, we don't glorify an empty altar. We bring a sacrifice and place it on the altar and God consumes the sacrifice and reveals through that sacrifice our purpose. That's the seeking That's the seeking process. part. Seek those things which are above. What is above? The peace of God. The kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but righteousness, Righteousness, peace, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost there is not just uh, tongues and interpretation, uh, but the Holy Ghost there. Seek those things. He said the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit, in that realm of worship. When you worship, you split, separate atmospheres and says that your spirit now says you can, this is okay, but you can come back to that later. Mm -hmm. And you set the news down. You set this down. You set that down. And those things that you could do that are not necessarily unrighteous becomes the sacrifice that God consumes. When God looks to an altar, he's looking for a sacrifice. What can I disconnect from that God will consume and he never allows you to outgive him? 
If you give him time, he's going to increase your knowledge of time and your perception and discernment back to Issachar. He's going to develop that. But you have to put something on the altar that God can consume. And when he consumes it or sets it on fire, the smoke goes up, as it were, in the holy place, fills that room with smoke. And it becomes a sweet-smelling savor to the nostrils of God. So this word right here in the second verse says, set your affection. On. So that, that affection is part of the sacrifice. God is saying, mm. I want your affection. I want your attention again. Focus. I, I want your focus yes. again. What, is, what does that mean, that word affection? It means focus. Wow. Set your focus and attention uh, it's on things above, above. not on things of the earth. Not on things of the earth. Here, here's something I, I wrote down last week concerning that, uh, uh, my focus and my attention. It, it, it's not, I've got to be able through worship is, worship is the key to separate and split things, separate you. When you say worship, mm -hmm. tell me what you, what you mean by that when you say the word worship. It, it doesn't mean just a CD. And it doesn't mean just a slow song. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> okay. a, it's a heart of vulnerability. Mm, okay. If I pray, and in my prayer I get that unction, that feeling, that release, that becomes worship mm -hmm. it calls, because it creates the atmosphere of vulnerability mm -hmm. because God does not release revelation knowledge where there's not vulnerability. It's a seed conceived. Okay. And, and so it could be prayer. It could be fasting for someone. Yeah. It, could be, it could be singing. All these things to God are a sacrifice. Right. You see, they are us, and what God is looking for, he's not looking for you to do a, a song in the key of E flat or uh, do the latest slow worship. That, that assists and that helps. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you a worshiper. Yeah. What makes you a worshiper is when you a take, some, yeah, you take something and lay it on the altar, God consumes it with his consuming fire. Yeah. And in that moment, it opens up your spirit. And I think that's what you're after and what you're saying. It opens up your spirit that your focus shifts. Yeah. Your attention shifts. And when you set your affections on things above, there is no crisis of COVID above. Wow. That's good. There is no election Above. above. There is no panic about school or no school above. Yeah. Uh, there is no panic about how long is this going to last or I wish I had a mask. Are we going to have to wear these masks uh, eternally? Right. Uh, how long? How, how many years is it going to take to uh, quarantine the virus? Mm -hmm. You see? Uh, that's what we're asking when we focus on the earth. Mm -hmm. But if I shift my focus and my attention, 
Listen, it's not something we're saying. The word says it. The word says shift your attention. Set your affections on things above, not on the things of the earth. There's a sobering. That's that's the sobering. That's what that's what I'm that's what I opened up talking about today. And and it's it's that God is waking people up. He's waking me up. He's waking you up. Mm. He's saying, listen, I, I want your attention. I want you to worship me, not just because of what I I can do in your life, but I want you to worship me because I'm God, because I am Elohim. I am the God that lets you live. If you're breathing today, he gave you that breath. Lord, and, and, with every, and what does the Bible talk about? Let everything that has breath praise, praise the Lord. Lord. Yeah. And I think that this whole year is just God saying, I want your heart back. I want to bring you back to Hallelujah. your first love. Yes. I, want, I want to be the first person you speak to in the morning. I want to be the last person that you speak to at night. And I want you to know for sure that I am a keeper and that I'm going to sustain you and I'm going to provide for you. And I'm going to be a friend when you're friendless. I'm going to be a father to those who are fatherless. Whatever your need is, whatever your felt need is, God is saying, I'm using this year to so you up and, and cause you to realize I am your source. If you got a paycheck, I'm still your source. Yes. If you don't have a paycheck, I'm still your source. My eye, if my eye is on the sparrow, then you know that I'm watching over Hallelujah. you. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I want to tell Glory somebody to that God Glory. knows, he sees, he's heard, yes. he cares, he is your God. You are his child. You are yes. the sheep of his pasture and he will watch out for you. Let me tell you something about God. They can say what they want to say on Fox News, on MSNBC, or on CNN, or any other news. They can say what they want to say about America. But for whatever reason, God loves America. He loves the nations of the world and he loves the people that are in those nations of the world. He so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Let me tell you something. I don't care what they say and I don't care what they predict. I will tell you this. God loves us. His arms are stretched toward us. The Bible says in Isaiah 3 and 10, say to the righteous that it is is well. I use, I quote that verse today to say to those who are righteous, it is is well. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what the culmination of 2020 is going to be, but I want that to ring in your spirit. It's not Pastor Brady saying that. It's the word of God. Say to the righteous, say to those who are in right relationship with me that it is is well. I want you to know today that it may not look well, but it is well. It may not feel well, but it is. I don't mean to just take over and preach, Bishop, but I'm setting my affection, my hope, my attention, my focus, not on this world, but I'm setting it on things which are above. I'm setting it on God. You know why? Because I want to hear him. I want to hear his voice. And then when I turn 
and I talk with my bishop, then what I hear him say is confirmation to my soul. Yes. Today, this is confirmation to somebody. Something in you, even though it looks like it looks rough and it looks bad in your particular situation, something in you says, I still trust God though, pastor. I'm holding on to God. I'm holding on to his unchanging hand. I'm building my hope, not in the earth, but on things that are eternal. Keep continuing to build your oh, hope God on says. him. That thing in you that says, you know what? It looks bad, but I'm going to live anyway. I'm going to trust God anyway. Yes. I'm going to eat anyway. I'm going to sow anyway. I'm going to believe anyway. Yes, yes. I'm not going to walk around like I don't have any answers. I'm yes. going to know that the answer to everything lives inside of me. Right. His name is God. He sits yeah. high. He looks low. He knows your address right now. He knows right where you're at. He knows oh, the my, tears my, that my. you shed last night when you laid your head on a pillow. He knows the pressure that you feel having to carry the weight so that the rest of your family or the rest of your household do not feel insecure. God knows that feeling and he's moved by those feelings. And I'm going to tell you something, church, if we will pray and we will hear God and we will worship and we'll seek his face, rock he promised us and steady. rock steady. He promised us that he would hear from heaven and he would heal our land. Our land needs to be healed. Yes. And the way it's going to be healed is by us setting our affection on things above. Things above. My focus grows whatever is magnified. My focus, the power of focus grows wherever the attention is given. Yes, yeah, so oh, magnify. That's it right there. For, you got for that? 34 and yes. 3. So oh, magnify the Lord with me. With me. Let us, here, here, here's covenant, let us exalt his name together. It didn't say let us exalt COVID. Right. It is a reality. It is. We're, you know, uh, we're people of faith, but we also are in touch with reality. Yeah. And so, but it didn't say focus on COVID. Even though we walk by uh, what has been given us is guidelines mm -hmm. to help. Because, and we need to do that. Because everybody's not in the same place. Right. You see. Uh, same place of faith. Same level of faith. And so therefore, even though it's, a earth, it's an earthly reality, it's not a heavenly reality. Yeah. yeah. It's not a heavenly reality. That's why Paul is teaching the church, the Colossian saints... Set your affections on things above. On things above. There is no uh, COVID in heaven right. or in heavenly places. So I set my affection where there is no virus, yeah. where there is no injustice. Yeah. And I know it's a present reality. It is. But it you is. cannot fix something when you're in the mix of. Mm. You can't fix it in the mix-up because why? We will try to fix it through flesh and blood, yeah. blood and flesh, through our human ability and human ingenuity. Right. But if we'll flip that thing and set our affection, the word of the Lord for you today is look to the hills. Good Lord. Thank you, Jesus. From which cometh your help, your help cometh from the Lord that created 
the heavens yeah. and the earth. He created both dimensions, heaven and earth. Now, worship creates an open portal that the kingdom of God can be manifest in the earth realm through a people that know how to rest in a rocky situation. Yeah. Jacob laid his head on the rock. Yes. I mean, it's a hard place. It's a sleep. stumbling place. You've got to be able to rest and sleep in a Absolutely. hard place. Absolutely. Jesus was asleep on the boat yeah. while the disciples were losing their mind. And they didn't want to wake him, but they had, they had too much fear that they would die if they didn't wake him. Right. You've got to rock steady. If you'll rock steady, it creates an open portal and whatever's in the heavens comes into the earth through an open portal. Woo, that's good. See, that's one of the reasons we got to worship because that worship, it, it, it creates that portal. It takes what's in the heavens and it brings it down into the earth. The kingdom is influence. That's what the kingdom is about. It's about influence. And I'm going to tell you something. Yes. If we set our affections on God, he will rule our influence. He'll, his influence will rule our world. It'll rule our world at large. My, it will my, my. rule our personal world. And where God is ruling, where he is in charge, let me tell you something. He will keep us in perfect peace if we keep our minds stayed on him. Can I say one more Please. thing about the word said? Set your affections, mm -hmm. right? The word set here is a focused fix without variableness. Yeah. In other words, I'm so focused, I don't allow what's going on outside of my focus mm -hmm. to get in my focus and bring me down into earthly reality. My sights, my my sights so set your set your sights on the realm of reality where there is no crisis mm. my sights will either be on the crisis and I'll end my part here my sights will be on the crisis or the Christ yeah and now if the word of God be true and it is it tells me that if I have been risen with Christ, I set my affections on things above. Paul said to the church at Ephesus that ye are seated together with him in heavenly places, here it is, with Christ Jesus. That place is far above that dimension. Yeah. He's not talking about beyond the moon, beyond the planet. He's talking about a dimension of maturity as Issachar matured sons that became men through the discernment. Yeah, they didn't deny the times. No, absolutely They discerned not. the times. They discerned the times. You know what, what we're saying to you today? My God, my God. Is that it is what it is. We're looking at some very crazy times, but it really, there, there is a place in God. You say, how do, how, do I, how do I live this, Pastor Brady? Let me tell you what you do. You continuously look to God 
for direction. You look to God for instruction. You look to God for counsel. You look to God to say, Lord, what's your timing in all of this? Yes. Where do I turn? Where do I go? But here's God. what I want you to know. I want you to know you're not alone today. Sometimes it, the circumstances scream so loud that they might cause you to think that you're hopeless yes. and that you're in it by yourself, but you're not. The Christ that is in you is the hope of, hope glory. of glory. He will talk you through this season. That word purpose, uh, glory there, Dokio, is purpose. The hope to of think, purpose. To think purpose. Mm -hmm. So Christ in you is, it activates your purpose. Christ in you, the hope of yeah. glory, it, it, it absolutely opens you up to the will of God and the purpose of God. Yes. But you have to recognize it. Yeah, you have to, you have to set your affections. affections. So today, as we get ready to close, I, I want to pray for us, and I want to pray that that peace that passes all understanding, that God will release that to you. And where will he release it? Not just because I pray for it, but he will release it because you have set your affection on him. Yes. So that's my prayer this week, that whenever your heart feels overwhelmed, that you realize there's a rock that is higher, that is above all that is yes. going on in your life. And if you, can ever, if you can just make it to the rock, if you can just make it to the rock, if you can make it to Christ Jesus and rest in the fact that his word says, say to the righteous that it, it will. will be well. Yes. It will be well. Be all right. Rest in that. Trust in that. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for thank every you, person God. that's Hallelujah. watching us yes, today, God. God. Come into agreement. We just believe your word and we stand on your my, word my, and we my, ask my. God that your peace would just come into our homes, into yes. our families, into our lives. Lord, that we will be alert but not alarmed that we will be prepared and not paranoid, but we trust in you, Father. I ask you to meet every need in the lives of people all around the world. Thank you, God, for being our, our anchor in the middle of a storm, being our rock, being our strength. Father, I ask you to go into every home, every home that every is watching, home, every home, every person that's walking the floors, pulling their hair out, saying, God, I don't know how much more loss I can take. I don't know what is next. I pray, God, that you would just be that peace. Walk in their house, God. Walk in their living room. Walk in their kitchen. Walk in the office. Walk in yes, the bedroom. Yes, be God. God. Drive out every spirit of fear, every, every spirit. spirit of lack, every spirit of anxiety. I drive you out. I drive it out of homes. I drive it out of marriages. I drive it out of our children. I drive it out of our young people. I drive out the spirit of give up. I drive out the spirit of suicide. I drive out the spirit of breakup. I drive out the spirit of collapse in the name of Jesus. Move in, Jesus, and take over the room. Take over the house. Take over the family. Take over our nation. Take over our world, God. We need you. We look to you. We trust in you. We hope in you. We set our affection on you oh God oh Jesus we love you today Lord and we, we know that you brought us to the kingdom for such a time as this yes, that's Lord. what the fight is about 
Your kingdom is about to be made manifest. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, we just pray that we will yield our hearts and be at that place of vulnerability that you were talking about to us today in your word. Yes, that Lord. That place that says, Lord, some trust in horses and some in chariots, but we trust in you. And we rest in the fact that your word says, say to yes, the righteous Lord. that it is well. We love you today, God. Thank you for this word. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to have you join us online every Sunday morning at 9 and 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Streaming live at www.tphnd.org watch now or through our Potter's House North app.